Today is July 1st, and the Yankees start the month off in fabulous fashion. They take two of three from the Red Sox, hitting 10 home runs in the process by seven different players. One stinker, two glorious games. We're going to talk more about the good ones, I guess, but let's talk Yanks. Talking Yanks with old John Boy, John Boy and Jake. Recaps galore and weekly awards. Stat lines, steaming hot takes. Your Yankees news with these two fine dudes. It's time for Talking Yanks. Talking Yanks with old John Boy, John Boy and Jake. Talking Yanks with old John Boy, John Boy and Jake. All right, welcome everybody. Thank you very much for joining and listening. We really appreciate it. My name is John Boy. I'm coming to you from the Jersey Shore with a red face and a nose that feels like the skin is being stretched. I got burnt on the beach. I have my co-host Jake coming to you from Denver, Colorado. What's up, Jake? How you doing? What's up, Jakey baby? Hey, hey Jimmy. I'm pretty good. Had a nice little, nice little weekend. Went went into the mountains for a little bit. Nice. Did a uh, did a little hike, watched, watched some Yankees-Red Sox, which was pretty nice. I'm going to give everyone a state of where I'm at right now, just so you know where I'm coming from. I had a fabulous beach day. Did, like, a lot of hours on the beach. Water was great out there. I'm downstairs where I'm recording. We have, like, it's like a half fuse or whatever in this room. So the air conditioner, when it's on, it just blows all the time. The fuse blows. So just going sans air conditioning, it's like 90-something degrees out. So I'm pool of sweat. I've been up forever. I tried to drink an energy drink. I'm getting a little delirious, a little slappy happy, because that was a very fun game. And I'm I'm feeling good and delirious and tired, all rolled into one. Okay, we'll work with it. How do you feel? Tell the people how tell the people how you how you feel so they know where you're coming from on the podcast. Okay, so <laughs> I. Like I said, I had a nice little weekend in the mountains. Yesterday was was a fun day. Today went went on a little a little hike. Um, came back, which is always taxing after like a fun day in the mountains. I thought you I, were gonna say I thought you were gonna say which is always good because some people don't come back from hikes; they die or get lost. Well, I didn't say that, so now you're just trying your own fables. <laughs> so, uh, like when you're driving back, you're just naturally tired. You went for a hike. You're in the mountains. The fun's over. So I got, I tried, oh, I tried a weird energy drink. This, this, this episode of Talking Yankees oh, sponsored oh. by, I, I had a monster rehab with dragon fruit energy. Monster rehabs so are trash. They're not, monster rehabs aren't sponsoring the show, they're trash. I didn't, I didn't want full energy. I didn't want like a full Nas or something like that because I didn't want to be up till like 2 a.m. Oh, you pussy. So I needed like, I, I needed some faux energy. Well, I had to drink a real monster, and it's already midnight for me. I'm going to be up to two or three after I edit this and everything. I told Katie not to wake me up tomorrow. Today, she woke me up to go on a run for the board, a run on the boardwalk. Oh, like it was 90 degrees at 9 a.m., and we're going for a run, which is that's all. That's a two, that's two things I hate the most combined. All right. You've been fake shin splints for a decade now. That Those aren't fake. Those aren't fake. Shin splints are the worst in the world. No. Not fake. 
Haven't seen your shins in any splints. So. <laughs> All right. Do you want to burn the games? Do you want to talk about it? I don't know how much there is to talk about beforehand. I think we just go into burns and that'll go. Oh, but this episode is brought to you by not Monster Rehab. It's brought to you by motherfucker. I exited out of the page when I didn't want to exit out of the page. Why do I always do this? Why am I so stupid? At this point, I'm just talking to stall until I get to the page. This episode is brought to you by Kelly. I can do another. another Oh, dude. Wow. Right when you got there. Right when I got there. Kelly Turns, Justin Bronson, Gabriella Martini, and Andrew Acker. That's a cool name. Those are our most recent subscribers and supporters on Patreon. So we appreciate you. This episode is sponsored by you. You can join Patreon to help support the show. It's $2 a month. You can do $1 a month, but $2 a month or more gets you some rewards. You get to watch the show live while we record it. You get early access to it because the once it's recorded, it's live on YouTube and you get it. Uh, and you get uh, your name put in a raffle at the end of each month to win a free well, whatever, not really free because you pay. Well, you get it. To win a jersey from affordablejerseys.com, we put did the raffle yesterday. Shane Bodkin won it. Congrats, Shane. Dave, David Mendelson, Big Baby David was in the running. Sam Gorovitz was in the running. They came down to it, but Shane ended up winning it. That's who sponsored the show. That's who brought you the show. Thank you, those people. And now let's get to talking Yanks. Jake, are you ready to burn game one of this series versus the Red Sox? My my fake sponsors continue for this episode. Chipotle, I had that for dinner, and LeBron James is sponsoring me this episode. So all this kind of cool stuff, <laughs> kind of cool. All the sponsors that you said I don't like. Yeah, you're not a Chipotle guy. No. Why not? It's be fa- honest with the people. It's fast food Mexican. I don't know. Yeah, I guess that's fair. I'd rather I live in California. I'd rather just go to a regular Mexican place. Oh, that's true. You have pretty good Mexican food out there. Okay. All right. That's right. I allow it. He allows it. All right, Jakey Burn. Friends. 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 Nice. Nice. Jake. Uh, I can burn game one if you want. Yeah, I'm gonna count you in, and there's a minute on the clock. As always, don't go over it, or you'll get your ass beat. On your mark. <laughs> on your mark. Get set. Burn. Game one of the top two. Two top teams in baseball, Yanks, Sox, couple southpaws on the hill. Sabathia versus Rodriguez. Let's jump bottom two. Just do it, kids. RBI single for Andujar. Bottom four, the wheels come off for Rodriguez. Glaber sack fly. Hey, Boston, Miguel Andujar, nice to meet me. Two-run homer. Greg Bird says, I'll have what he's having. We going back to back. It's 5 nothing. Yanks after four. Sox with a quick, hey, stop that, guys. Ben and Tandy, RBI single, scores bets. 5-1. Bum, 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 bum. Aaron Judge, two-run shot. 7-1, Yankees. Brandon Drury can play first base now. Shut your butt. Greg Bird, second homer of the game. CeCe was an absolute stud. Such passion from the big fella. F this, F that. Seven innings pitch, one and run. Um, Did I hear peckerheads in the bullpen? Chad Green, Jason Shreve. Hey, how are you? Great to one. Game one. Nice. Nice good burn. You didn't use my Forrest Gump line, I granted you. Use your Forrest Gump line. And I, I had some people reach out with burn lines, which is super nice. But that also, like, hurts my creative process a little bit. And the one that got suggested a lot today 
for one of the later games has like a cuss word in it, and that's kind of not my thing. She said that. She said, I know Jake doesn't like the cuss. I know. And then I thought about working it in without the cuss, but then I thought that was more rude to the person. So we'll we'll circle around. I like sending you my burn ideas. You never use them. You usually send faux burn ideas, and they're pretty tough. You usually send monster rehab ideas, like, ooh, ooh. It, don't, don't, home run. Yeah. Like, that's usually one of your ideas, which, A, takes up. That sounded great. Takes up about one-sixth of my time that I have to burn. So are you telling people not to send you burn ideas? Because I want people sending you all the burn ideas. I want more burn ideas. It's just, it's got to be right. Okay, well. And you know what the problem was? I like my burn to be Yankee-centric, you know? Yeah. To dedicate... To dedicate five to ten seconds to calling, telling David Price the price is wrong, bitch. <laughs> it's good, but I I gotta give more Yankee love there. Okay. It starts with. But in my post game recap of game one, I used Forrest Gump, and it was perfect. So everyone's gonna have to now go and vote. What was better, the, what Jake did for his burn, or in my post game recap on Twitter when I said Miguel Andujar said Drury saw Drury coming for third base said can't sit here. And then Greg Bird said, seats taken about first base. That was good shit. It was genius. Yeah, Yeah, genius. Okay. All right, game one. Um, Game one's really good. Like, really fun game. Bird having two home runs. Anduar. Glaber. Glaber introducing himself to the rivalry with a triple. And then then Anduar scoring him on a bloop. That was nice. Yeah, that was a nice little rookie moment there. The Rooks. Yep. Shreve getting a, a nice inning, I guess. Actually, no, don't jump there. We, we don't have to jump there. Okay, fine. I don't care. Anyway. Uh, I think you had, the the Rooks moment was pretty cool. Yep. DC and his intensity and all the MFers and all that was incredible. Yep. Obviously. Yelling at the yeah. ump, who I didn't think. He was like, you have to call it both ways. You have to call it both. I didn't, I didn't think he wasn't. Yeah, I didn't see <laughs> okay from up here um but cool dc we like it get mad uh, he, get, he gave that little quick step after he got the bets out i guess i guess that's something to talk about uh aaron boone left him in for that at bat which bats yeah that was awesome that's awesome because cc came through yeah in an age of advanced stats and you know where baseball is becoming a lot of mathematics <laughs> I was just going to say math, and then I <laughs> knew it didn't fit, so I had to add the amatics in there. You know, baseball's becoming a lot about pure stats, mathematics, if you will. And, yeah, he they did a gut play, and it panned out, which was awesome for CeCe Boone and everyone. The broadcasters touched upon it, and I think they said it best, where baseball is a game where you need a little bit of that. But... Finding that weird niche area for a manager right now has to be terrible. Oh, yeah. If, if CeCe gives up a shot there to bets, he's killed. Yeah. And, like, all, all that old baseball, your manager, you know, staying behind his starting pitcher and that stuff, you know, just gets <laughs> shat on instantly, basically. So, do, I mean, you, you clearly like it because it worked out. If it doesn't, are we mad? Question mark? I don't think mad's the right word. I think we're like, we like what happened, but you got those bullpen guys, use them. Yeah, you know? I mean, uh, we've always said Boone is a, I'm going to put my trust in you, please repay it with kind guy. And I'd like that in a manager. 
but it does bite you in the ass sometimes. The other thing I want to talk about, it's the whole series thing, but we can start it after this game, is Gardner playing all three games versus three lefties and in the nine hole. Now, I tweeted out right away, and we even saw it in the last game. Boone does not see the nine hole as that's where my worst hitter hits at all. His worst hitter hits eighth, and he sees the nine hole as second leadoff because that makes Judge really in the three-hole. So Judge is batting three-hole for three at-bats of the game and two-hole one. That's how that's how Boone looks at it. So that kind of – because he's done that all season with Glaber and interleague play, Glaber about a nine and the pitcher about an eighth, I think that it's not as much of an insult to Gardner, who kind of gets it anyway. But it's not like when Sato batted nine and then cried and, and like quit baseball on the spot when uh, – Girardi put him nine. I like the move. Hicks leadoff stats are amazing. We'll get into all that later on in player awards. So what do you think? I think it's very telling. And you even said him playing like shows how much they want his defense in there. Yeah. I mean, if you're a Clint Frazier supporter, how can you, how can you not see this series and see how much Brett Gardner matters to them? This was against three lefties. One, I mean, Chris Sale, I, in the nicest way to Gardy, you're you, if you're not religious, you better get religious soon. If you're a slap lefty against Chris Sale, I'm sorry. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> I have this. I have one note. This I'll sh- I'll show it to you. And can you read that for the people? Sorry, Clint. Sorry, Clint. That's what this series was. Hicks went off. Gardy played yeah. all three games versus a lefty. Dude, Clint, you're so blocked. You are so yeah. you are so blocked, and I'm sorry about it. Clint had to watch this series every in AAA. They put the big league game on the TV in the clubhouse. Gardy started every game versus three lefties, and Hicks went off in the leadoff spot, and then you got Stanton and Giancarlo, or Stanton and Judge. So, Clint, you have a world of talent, but sorry, man, you're so blocked. Yeah, and it's – I, I will say, and we're starting to segue a little bit, and we still have to catch up on Bird because we were both happy and kind of flew past it. So this is going to seem kind of weird, but Glaber in the meat of the lineup, I still don't love. He's been doing good, though. I know, and like, like that's the part that's weird. But, again, he was this prospect, and, you know, KT Stats has the stats, and his, his minor league at-bats per home run and stuff like that, and, hey, He's up there. He's 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 absolutely working now. He has 15 homers in 60 games or something like that. I guess I just I just don't love the pressure of putting him in that situation where now you you back Labor four or five around Judge Stanton and those guys. I feel like he your natural instinct kicks in at some point and says, okay, I have to be a power header, which up until now he hasn't been thinking that way, but. Hey, if he keeps raking, not, knock yourself out, dude. Yeah, I think he's he's answered fine to that. I was worried, too. Hey, maybe that, that puts pressure on him. But, I mean, he had a pretty good series against pretty good pitching and uh, is pretty good. Let's talk about Greggy Bird. I'll, I'll start it off because I was Nostradamus, and I kind of predicted it. And it's, it's just my baseball is a marathon speech. I said if Greg Bird had a big – series this series big series this series would we be saying that we want what would we be saying and we'd be saying oh 
Greg Bird found his stroke this series. He's back. He can be a big lefty bat for us. Love Greg Bird. And so if you're one series away from saying that about a player, maybe don't be ready to write him off. I, I know Drury's playing first. I know you know this, but tell, tell the people, Jimmer. I mean, just let him find his stroke. He, he went other he went oppo, and then he went the other way. He's good in interviews. He, they tried to trip, trip him up. Did you see that? They were like, what does a game like this do for you? And he's like, I think it puts us in first place. So good at that. It's funny because Giancarlo, Giancarlo has like marveled at how good Glaber and Anduhar are at dealing the media and the scrutiny because he says the Yankees train him for that in the minor leagues. And that's like what Swisher says his job is down there. I got to make you know the Yankee way and learn this process. So Bird knows it. That was hilarious. But yeah, that was secretly hilarious. That was a good quote. Uh, he said, you know, it's just an everyday thing. You just got to keep going, keep going. He, he did have a, a tougher game in the – he sat, and then he had a tougher game. But two home runs, uh, whatever. That was fun. Like I told you, I get – I need Bird to fully come around before I start telling people to shut their butt. Yeah, I, I, I don't know – I don't know how much you were planning on gushing about Bird later. His, his past three series, I think his OBP has been over 400 each time. I know it's a little loaded – he sat a couple games. The first series I'm referencing, I think he had like three walks, which gave him a 400 OBP. But Greg Bird is supposed to be OBP in power, and he's starting to do that. So, yeah, OBP and power. Can you can we please get that straight? Should I just tell the story about my neighbor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I uh, we I was uh, at one of the houses we have down here. My parents have. Um, that they rent out and I was helping clean some stuff up and I would did my video where I sprayed myself in the face with a hose and I was talking to Yankees and I was kind of yelling on the front porch neighbor came out old man, probably mm, I want to say 75 to 80, but old, like came out hobbling and he, he heard me talking to Yanks. He was wearing a Yanks Jersey. Uh, and he just came out and he first word was like, what are you going to do with that bird guy? I got to get rid of bird. And I was like, Ugh, rain it back, Jimmy. Don't, don't kill an old man. Uh, no, I was just like, oh, he's he's coming around. He's getting hotter. He had double the other day. I think I think he'll come around. He was like, coming around for him is bad. Oh, 50. <laughs> that was actually a really good line, but <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. It's like, oh, geez, this is, you witty, you old man. So Jake told me after the game I should go back and spray him with the host. <laughs> anarchy, anarchy. <laughs> pretty good though. Uh, I love being in Yankee land, not in California, like just Yankee people. But you, it is odd because you get – you. there's so many types of fans. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like like I'm with Yankee fans all over, but it's just me and my grandma that are watching every inning of every game. People will come and go and sit with us or it's on upstairs and they're casually watching. But, dude, watching games with my grandma is really fun too. Any highlights from grandma this series? No. I did like someone asked – who her favorite player was. So I asked her and her response was, I told you it's Tanaka. And that other guy that he sits back there and catches the ball. He's the catcher. I think he's hurt. He's hurt right now. So I was like, Gary, she's like, yeah, Gary. I'm like, all right, cool. She's talking about Romine. What? She's talking about Romine. <laughs> Romine. All right. All right. Let's get on to uh, game two. Let's burn game two. Game two. Wait, did I tell you that I have a whole, uh, my Irish relatives are here. So I was watching um, the game with some Irish uh, 
my they're like my I don't know third cousins once removed or something like that. But they're from Ireland. They're young kids, and they were asking like baseball questions. I love watching baseball with not like complete beginners. I actually like so I think some people get frustrated by it. He was like, "How come that guy got to walk to first? And I was like, "Oh, four balls." I was like, "Whoa, yeah, baseball isn't in Ireland at all." And I was like, "I could do that for hours. It was pretty fun." Yeah, I could see that. I can see that. I, I think baseball is one of the more fun ones to describe. It's so hard. It's so weird. A lot of, lot of quirky stuff. Tim Quirkigan. Like, he's like, he was like, what was that? I was like, oh, it's a foul ball because it was outside of the lines. It counts as a strike, but only the first two times. Then it just counts as a do-over. And they were just like, what the fuck, man? I didn't even think about that. <laughs> what? Well, a lot of weird rules in sports that you look back and you're like, how did this get decided? Yeah. All right. Let's burn game two. And uh, this should be a quick conversation, I guess, because this game sucked. Oh, yeah. Spoiler alert. Yeah. You kind of know how the uh, (laughs) how the burn goes in a bad game. All right. Burn of game two on your mark. Get set. Burn. Game two. Red Sox ace. Chris Sale against Sonny Gray. He's been pitching better lately. Come on, Sonny. Show us something at home. Top one. He gets bets. He gets Benetieni. He's got two strikes on Martinez. Oh, boy. It's not easy being gray. Martinez infield single. Mitch Moreland walks. Bogert single. Garfield Devers. He does it again. Grand slam. Four nothing Yanks. Go hide in your hole, Sonny Gray. So demoralizing. So brutal to watch. Hey, let's take it. Top two. Benetieni single. RBI. J.D. Martinez sack fly. It's 6 nothing. Top 6, 7 nothing. J.D. Martinez single again. Sandy Leone homer. Turn the TV off in the 7th. The soft scored two more runs. I didn't see him because after the Sandy Leone homer, I was just crushed. I couldn't watch that anymore. Um, it, it looks like Chase and Shreve got more run, and he gave up a run. A holder scoreless streak apparently thought. Adam Warlight, the Yanks didn't score. Chris Sale was Chris Sale. Uh, two hit. Yanks get two hit. Pretty ugly. Tough game. So, if you're going to beat Chris Sale. Right. You can't, like, 4 nothing in the first and you're versus Chris Sale. As a hitter, you know, I know that, okay, they could just try and get hits. But as a hitter, you get, you got to be like, fuck this. Like, mentally. a little part of, part of your brain that you can't even control. Honestly. Also, Chris Sale's so good. Chris Sale's so good. So I'm going to disagree a little bit because I think if, if this was CC and he gave up four in the first, and it like that Devers homer just snuck out. And in Oakland, that's probably a fly ball out. Yeah, but, but it's, still, it's a run here. You can't play that game. I guess. Also, get that. two outs and the hit and the walk and the hit. Yeah, and it was just so sunny. You just saw his whole demeanor go into, you know, he went from Oklahoma high school court or. Tennessee quarterback hero of the state to Sonny Gray hide in a hole instantly. So if you give up four and sales on the mound on the other side, you say, hey, and say if it was CeCe and he's cussing up and down and he he comes in the dugout and he's like, hey, guys, I'm going to hunker, hunker down as much as I can hunker down, work some at-bats, get some runs. Man, after after that, it was just brutal. I, I the bounce back inning, which I think is a thing in baseball, Sonny Gray comes out and he 
he just fall, falls apart again. And he's, he's grooved a fastball to Sandy Leone in like a one-two count. And you're just like, well, you can't do that, man. You can't do that. Where are you at with Sonny Gray? Um, <laughs> fine with him on the road. I mean, are, are we going to like have to handle him with such kid gloves? Like the Romine thing is obviously false. I mean, I think they're going to try to break him like a wild horse for the next three starts, and then if push doesn't come to shove, it's kind of punt season. I mean, you you texted me after after it happened. You said, <laughs> you know, what if <laughs> um, you? I want I, I, I want yeah I wanted Cash, I want Cashman to, to like ruthless. Like I like Sonny. He doesn't seem like a bad guy. He and he handled the media much better, which we can we can get into that. Yeah. But you know, like Chris Carter was a much different story. But the day they DFA'd Carter, it was like okay, good. And then the day they got rid of Clippard for nothing, Sonny's not on that level because he actually has talent. He's the worst thing in life is wasted talent. Sonny didn't know that, but Collodrio's father did, and. Dude, I, if, if Cashman just, like, pulled some trade and, <laughs> and – Ooh, ooh. Oh. Doodle the dog got me so bad in the ear right there. If Cashman just pulled a trade or George Steinbrenner was still alive and he just pulled a trade, I don't know, did something. I Part of me – and this is mean because I don't like being, like, a – like, I don't like being a negative, mean guy. But part of me would be like, yeah, that's awesome. I love the ruthlessness of that. Yeah, part of the ruthlessness would be beautiful and old Yankees. It it also for me it still has to be the right thing. Like Road Sunny Gray has been a sub three pitcher for us this year, which is insane to think about because he's a plus seven ERA at Yankee Stadium, which is insanity. But I, I don't know, man. For me, it still would have to be the right deal. I I you can't just full punt on Sunny Gray for like a fourth outfielder or something like that. Not that but, the Yankees need that. But I'm just giving it. I, I know you can't. It's not logical. But if Cashman did something illogical, right, and he just straight up traded Sonny for, like, not even a need, just to clear the roster spot and then another trade fills it later or or lasagnas. And if he did something like that, and I don't think it's going to – it's not going to happen. Would, would a little bit of you be like, ooh, Cashman's being a boss? A little bit, but the other thing we we have to say there is that hey, this would be this would be Cashman punting on himself. He's the one that went out and got Sonny. It's true. Uh, it's true. He, like he made the trade, so it'd be like shit. We just traded away three prospects for absolutely nothing. Although I, I think so. So I mean, yeah. I mean, even I, we won't dive fully into the rumor mill because that's not what we do. But the Mets pitchers who keep getting mentioned, like. If Sonny found his way as a part in that trade, like, who knows what his value's even at at this point? But, like, even, even a, you can't do Sonny Gray for a rental. And I think a lot of people are probably blind to that and might not like that. But, dude, is still Sonny Gray at a certain point. If he's still doing this on the road, you know, slap him around a little bit and figure out how to make him better in New York. I don't, I don't know. It almost falls back onto the team. <laughs> Even though this is a Sonny Gray problem, it's annoying, man. I hate. I'm starting to. I like his quotes afterwards, and and 
the PR team definitely talked to him and it's like, yo, Sonny, next time if this happens, you can you have to don't care if you don't feel it. You have to go out there and take accountability and say it. Because he did. He said, uh, it feels like we're the best team ever. Four out of five days. Then I go out there and we suck. And it's like, yeah, dude. That's how it feels like to us, too. He went even – yeah, he went deeper than he had to, which is still kind of nice. He said but... He said they should have booed me louder, which is like that's, that's what Stan said, too. I would have booed me, too, when he struck out five times. And he said – I'm not just bad against Boston. I'm bad against a lot of teams. But everything said that he was going to be bad this start, and I tweeted this out. Everything He's bad against Boston. Yes. He's bad at home. Yes. And then it, it can't – like, why did I think, oh, but maybe. Someone said uh, Yankees um, blinded by hope. I was like, yeah, blinded by hope. That's what it was. And and uh, I don't know, man. Like, he can't he – can't, Start against Boston. They went out of their way to make sure that Sevy and CeCe faced Red Sox this series. They pushed back. They put Sess as a spot start so Sevy could come again, so they could push CeCe back one because they wanted CeCe and Sevy to face Boston. That left Sonny in the middle. They couldn't really maneuver around that happening. And it the two worked out perfectly. But... Next series, is it just as important to make sure Sonny doesn't pitch as it is to make sure CC and Seve do? It's tough. It depends what potential transactions on the table because I know you know there's a lot of jokes and stuff on Twitter, but Sonny Gray may still have to pitch, may have to start a postseason game this year. Oh, that he, a lot would need to change. He'd have to have a great finish, like a turnaround of the second half would have to be. Oh, 10 games in a row where he didn't was solid. Like 8 out of 10 games would have to earn him in my mind. Yeah, and hey, man, you're, you're a guy that's somewhat in the sunny camp or you can at least put a logical hat on, which before this starts, Sonny's been kind of okay for a little bit. And you go through his starts and there's a surprising amount of good mixed in with the bad. I Honestly, I would say... Maybe you give him one more shot at the Sox, which I know is a terrifying thing. I, I'm and, not. I'm not there. I, I agree with you. We're early in the season. We have a whole nother half of baseball to go, so nothing we say now can be cemented. And we've seen that already. The, the waves we've gone on certain players. Sonny can pick it up and be good the second half. He could. He he like if I know no one wants to believe that because he's it's so annoying to root for him. He could. So we need to allow that to maybe happen. But I'm I don't want him to face the Red Sox again. And I think that's fair. I think like I think the Yankees. I think they will try to avoid Sonny versus the Sox in the same manner they did try to force CC and Sevy versus Sox. I think that'll. Yeah. Happen. I mean, we're. The other thing is, I, we're pretending to be a little spoiled right now because, I mean, Johnny Lasagna's been pretty good. Herman was just as up and down as Sonny when he was doing it. Tanaka's still hurt. So, I mean, at a certain point, you got to do with what you got. And, again, I know you can't just keep hiding between home and away stats and things like that. But, hey, away Sonny Gray is, is a 3 ERA, 46 innings, 48 strikeouts. Find a way to tap into that. I, I, I don't know. All I right. don't know. All right, we'll move on. From, we got to move on from. The little the stadium, but. We got to move. Sunny. Yeah, we'll move on from Sonny Gray. And 
Sale's very good. We didn't hit Bursale. That That's a tough matchup. Yeah, and it's – man, baseball's like every sport. It's a game of momentum. I, you're just shattered. You're down 6 nothing after 2. They, the Yankees tried to put that one rally together. I forget if it was the second or the third, and it's just like, no, this this is over. Yep. All right, let's move on to game well, he walked Romine because he knew. Because he knew. Let's move on to game three. You ready to burn let's game three? Let's move on. Uh, yeah, let's do it. On your mark. Get set. Burn. Game three, the rubber match of the best rivalry in sports. David Mental Midget Price versus Yanks ace Luis Severino. Speaking of aces, Sevy holds serve in the top of the first. Please tell me that's the last tennis reference. Then the fun would begin. Court is in session. Judge solo shot. Stanton single. Didi double. Hey, Boston. I'm Glaber. Nice to meet me. Three-run Yabo. It's 4 nothing Yanks. Top two Aaron Hicks. Two-run Oppo Taco shot. It's 6 nothing Yankees after two. Higgy, 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 Higgy. Can't you see? Your first big league hit just hypnotized me. Make a memory, kid. Solo shot. A.A. run. Two A's. Second home run. Another solo dolo. Still in the fourth. D.D. sack fly. Boring. Nine nothing after four. Aaron Hicks, make your own memory, kid. Third homer of the game. Spit in my mouth and call me rotten. Disco Neil Walker joins the party. RBI single. Yawn. 11 nothing. If you're looking for Red Sox highlights, well, Talking Yanks is a bad podcast for you and there is only a late run 76.2 inning shutout robertson batances chapman yankees win 11-1 win the series two to one let's go yanks let's go yanks what a fun game man because you go like this this, it's i got a couple things to say it's the same thing with i'm like i went in thinking there's a glimmer of hope that sunny could be good like why why it's Sonny Gray it was, versus, the, versus the Red Sox at home. Everything says he's going to be bad. Same thing going into the rubber match. Like, man, I hope we don't lose this series. David Price may twirl a gem. He might, like, get us. We might only get, like, three runs off him, and then we got to hope Sevy Sevy. And why? Why? It's David Price at Yankee Stadium. Why did I have any doubts? <laughs> David Price is a fucking bum, dude. Uh, I mean, it's nice that Red Sox fans, like, we have some Red Sox fans friends, we can kind of commiserate. Like, yeah, dude, we have Sonny Gray, you have David Price, and they're the same guy right now. Slow as hell. Me- have been great. Mental head cases. And do bad when you know they're going to do bad. It's It was kind of... Well, A, baseball is a game of hope. Anything can happen. Just like the NFL draft, people love hope. Boston was doing the exact same thing with Sonny Gray, just like you said. And then the game was almost as inverted. It was... Four nothing in the first, six nothing in the second. It was eleven nothing for for the duration of the game, and then they they gave up that sloppy run at the end. But yeah, I mean, and then the Red Sox, just like I said with the Yankees, the Red Sox had that one rally forming, and then Sevy threw that dirty three two changeup to J D Martinez, back to back changeups. And once the Red Sox didn't get a rally there, I think they had runners on first and third with J D Martinez up. You just knew that was that was it. You're only going to have so many shots against Sevy. That was one of their big shots. Once that fell through, it was 6 nothing, and you were through the meat of your lineup again. That was it. Yep. Walker gets a hit. Drury gets a hit. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. Everyone's dancing. Dancing. 
hit. Birdie. Birdie was the only one without a hit. Tough. Someone asked me, do you think he's upset because he was the only one without a hit? As I know, he's probably really happy because it, it didn't affect the team at all. Yeah. So, good night. Right? Good night to go over when the rest of the team puts up 11 runs and everyone else is doing good. Like, okay, I'll just play first and that's fine. That, that sounds good. Yeah. I mean, Judge hit that home run first inning and then Glaber. I mean, what else? What more can you ask for? Yeah, and it was. We list price. So, we list price. Shocker. Um, I was going to say. So the Judge Homer was demoralizing because of how much of a freak it was. It was dead center. He didn't get all of it, and it still went out because he's a monster human. And I was saying how that was demoralizing. But then I started to think about it. Any home run Judge would have hit off of Price in that first inning was almost full demoralizing. Because, yeah. like you said, it was the reverse Sonny Gray. They're, they're saying, all right, David Price, we know you've got talent in there. Bring it to the Yanks this one time. Hey, get through the first. Then you start talking yourself through it. All right, now let's get through the second. Okay, now we're rolling. No judge, home run to center field at Yankee Stadium that he didn't get a hold of, and then Stanton pulverizes a signal. Like, scary. Yeah. Scary. When we saw it at spring training, when he connects, it's one of the scariest things in baseball. DD double, gets over bets, and then Glaber, man, it's it's unbelievable what he's doing. Yeah. And I know our our good friend, the mailman, Nick Proach, I I said in you know, an excited way, I was like, Wow, Glaber has fifteen homers in sixty games and he said, Oh it, yeah, I'm sure he'll keep up that pace and it's like, yeah, you're probably right, but you guys also said the same thing about Judge, and he's still doing it. So, I don't know. Glaber's nuts, man. He looks so comfortable. He doesn't have to keep up that pace. Like, doesn't have to keep He up can that. go uh, three quarters of that pace, and it's still, hey, good job, Glaber. You're really good. Really good, man. I mean, and Hicks, three homers. Feel like we're going to talk more about that soon. Yeah. Uh, so, so, did you see that one of our shirts got on TV? No. You did not? No, dude. When? Um, Brandon Kramer, listener. He was yeah. he was on. There was a some guy, some dude took his beer and just like threw it off this whole crowd that was like in front of the camera, like yeah. And the guy shook his beer all over Bronx Zoo, yeah. yeah, yeah. And sure. uh, I was gifting it just because he shook his beer, and then I saw the right uh, he is Gary shirt. Nice. So I'm giving Brandon a free shirt if you buy one of our shirts and get it on TV, you get a free shirt. That's like that was pretty happy, pre- pretty happy moment for me. Hello. When was that? That was my original question. During the game. What inning? During the game. I don't know. They were up by a lot. Nice. Later on in the game. Okay, yeah. I started, I started zoning up. Now I feel better about it. Nice. Good. Good. Feel better. Thanks. I tweeted it. Don't you Don't you read every single one of my tweets over and over and over again? Usually after the game. That's what I do for yours because I don't read anyone's tweets during the game. Nice. It's hard. It's hard. Doing a lot of things. Um, You want to go into how... Cashman said he was talking to the Mets about DeGrom or is we just mention it and then I I mean take that for what it's worth I'll I'll give a a mini full spiel on it and and you can give your comments because again more my bag cup of tea I don't even like tea 
I don't even like tea either. I don't get it. If you want caffeine, have coffee. If you don't, don't have tea. <laughs> that, was, that was talking tea. Hey, I, I will say this. The Mets have been open with the media saying it's all out there. It sounds like DeGrom and the better players on those teams, the quotes that are coming out are like, yo, you got to trade these guys. You got to trade these guys. He's, you know, DeGrom's what, 29 years old. He's giving you, he's pitching incredible baseball right now. At a certain point, you're, you're being the Mets. And I know it hurts. And I know when you want to win, you need an ace. But right now the Phillies are leading... The Phillies and Braves, out of nowhere, with their youth movements, are doing it. The Mets have openly said they're going to punt. It would be really interesting what the price is. And, hey, we mentioned Sonny Gray there, who you can get him for pennies on the dollar right now if you're the Mets. If you could do a Sonny Gray, Clint Frazier, another prospect, something like that, I bet the Mets hear you out at least. Why would they want Sonny? Because his road stats are still really good. He's 3-2-3 on the road. He's been an ace for a team for a while. You could get a potential, like, 1-2 starter for the price of a 4-5 guy right now because that's what he's doing. So, again, Sonny Gray for DeGrom would have been a lot closer conversation a year and a half ago, or a year even. Now, if you're the Mets, if he's just a piece you can get, along with building up whatever you're looking for, I don't know. I, I think your your ears are open. It's tough. I'm I'm done. I'm done listening to any Glaber rumor ever. You don't trade someone like Glaber Torres. Cashman is what our one of our Mets buddies, who's a logical guy. He mentioned the Glaber stuff, and he's like, "Oh, sources are talking about." It. It's like you have to understand. Hmm. You don't trade that guy. Well, he's not going to get traded. I mean, he's a proven talent now. When he was. When the, the Cubs traded him for a World Series, yeah, he was a prospect. He was an unproven talent. He's not a prospect anymore. He is now a stud. So this is a way different situation. I've got the mean, scary part for you. You would trade Andujar? I'm, I was going to ask you, man. And I don't know. My logic logic tells me yes, but my heart tells me absolutely not. Yeah, he, he seems like a lot of he's in the fabric of this team. That's a great way to put it. And what he does is a very special skill set. He had the most like, hits this series. Most hits, and they're so violent. The extra base hit stuff is nutty. Yeah. All right. Let's. And he plays third base, which is premium position. Yeah. yeah I. All right. All right. I just wanted to talk. I, I don't like doing trade stuff until fair. it's like really about to happen because I think you. I don't like talking myself to death about things that m- most likely will not happen. I'll react. Once they once they happen, I will give you my reaction. Okay. Let's go into awards, which are brought to you by AffordableJerseys.com. One-stop shop for Yankee. One-stop shop. What the hell is that? Yankee jerseys, $99, less than $100. No names on the back. Yankee jerseys. AffordableJerseys.com. AffordableJerseys.com. Come right down, get your jersey. No name on the back. We're affordablejerseys.com. Go Yanks. Go Yanks. That's their song? That's their song, I think. Okay. And also, we have every other team. Hate to give one last hot take. Would you trade Chase and Shreve? No. That's too nice of a parting gift. (laughs) It needs to be more violent. Okay. Someone, Someone throws up 
in your bathtub at your dinner party, they don't get the goodie bag as they walk out the door, Jake. At my party, they do. Okay. All right. Uh, Let's go into awards. Guess what? Good news, Jake. You get to go first. Say say the name of the... Oh, no. These aren't... These two aren't technically regular old awards. No, Those are the no. follow-up, these, right? This is Pride of the Yankees. The first, If you're a new listener, if you're a first-time listener, the first award we do is Pride of the Yankees. Then we do Yankee Motherfucker. And then we do regular old awards, which can be anything. So Jake goes first. Will, who does our keeps track of our awards, put he, he put an empty space at the bottom, Jake, which says Jake goes first. Like, I can look at it now. Because because <laughs> we've spent, like, so many minutes figuring out who goes first when it doesn't matter at all. But you go first. This this may be a surprise. And if you steal my guy, I'm sticking with my guy. So, go. Ooh, that's tough. Um, <laughs> now, I just audibled to an answer I really like, and I'm starting to think he's your guy. But I'm going to do it anyways because don't care about you. I'm going CC Sabathia. Nice. Okay. Worked out. Um, here's the deal. You look at a series. I, well, we've actually kind of stopped looking at the next series, which is kind of funny. <laughs> like, oh, that's too much for us. But look how this series lined up. It was Sale pitching game two against Sonny. Like you said, you talk yourself into it, but the odds are stacked against you. Today, Price versus Sevy. Same thing. Literally as close to the same thing as it can get, except opposite pitching arms. Whoa. Whoa. Um, whoa. 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 So when you kind of break it down, and this was a popular stat from uh, the Saugus Rocket, Carabas. I'm not going to give him too much love, but he was he had that tweet that went a little viral that was uh, Rodriguez, the pitcher, was the Sox, who was the Sox five pitcher. He was pitching better than any Yankees starter or something like that, and it's like, well, um, wrong. He used he used one hundred percent hot takes, and so he can mask it as a joke, but also get the free the free retweets. Oh, awesome. We wouldn't expect that. Yeah, we wouldn't expect that. But yeah, when it comes down to it, hey, it's Rodriguez has been pitching well. Give him some credit. So it's him versus Sabathia, the old bull. And Sabathia came out and just brought it, dude. In that first inning, I don't know if it was the extra day of rest, which I think you'll you might see the Yankees experiment w- with a little bit if you get that CC Sabathia. But CC came out in that first inning and was <laughs> no shit CC. And then they gave him the little extra leash because they had a little extra leash to p- play with. CC got him the big out, and dude, just. The career he's had and where he's at in his career and how much he loves this team and the opportunity he had to go to the Angels before the year and go back to Cali and do it that way. I mean, he's just the lovable big dude, leader in the clubhouse, and he's also bringing it on the field, man. His ERA is down to 302 on the season. That's good. That's really good. He's, he's a good start away from having his ERA in the twos. Top that. And he, He's on, what, his 18th season of baseball? His 20th season of baseball? Maybe 19th. I'll check with our stat guy, who's just, it's just me using my computer. Uh, 18 years. Nice. So, man, 5-3, and three, 302 ERA. He's, he's been really good. And, again, we talked about him like he's a bonus piece. If he left in the offseason, it kind of would have been like, a half sad, but this is the young baby Yanks moving on. 
and he's a key cog. We trust him in any situation. Maybe he pitched well because he had a charity event the night before, and he felt a lot of love from that. Yeah, it was the love from the charity. Well, actually, he was tired from the charity event, so he pitched better because he was throwing less hard because he's tired. So, oh, no, don't listen to any of that stuff. CC pitched well. CC was pitched well, and he's your pride of the Yankees. If CC's playing in a all in a softball game the day before a start, you should probably be kind of happy because I picture his day normal day before a start being pretty lackadaisical. Oh, it doesn't move a muscle. <laughs> Not too much. Kids, kids are like, Dad, dinner's ready. He's like, Nah, I'm pitching tomorrow. Bring it here. Please bring that steak over here. That over here. Yeah. You guys can eat at the table, but I'm eating on the couch because I'm pitching tomorrow. You, we've been doing this for 18 years. I'm pitching tomorrow. I'm not sitting at the table. I'm going to sit on the couch and watch Power and eat my steak. All right. Uh, <laughs> wow. Sorry, Cece, if that's not what you do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's like the one day he's taken serious for the past 18 years. Like the day before it started, he's like, whoa. <laughs> Lock in. You guys couldn't be more wrong. I eat dinner at the table. All right, let's talk about my pride of the Yankees, Jake, which you didn't steal, which was nice of you. And I think my pride is better than your pride. So there you go. Boom roasted. It's Luis Severino. Wow. Heard of him. Lowered his ERA under two today. Fun stat. Severino, who came in in his last 14 starts, was 10-1 and with a 1.83 ERA. What did he go? Seven point something? No, 6.2. Two hits. Zero earned runs. Six strikeouts. Severino has now lowered his ERA under three. This guy's good. Under two, I thought you said. Yeah. Yeah, under two. He's like a perennial pride of the Yankees because every time he goes out there, it's just bully ball. It's just mean. The changeup, 3-2, shows you that he, <laughs> he is in a state of mind where he's like, I don't, I'm better than you. I'm so much better than you. Two strike, fastballs right down the middle. Here's my fastball. I'm supposed to throw you something you can't hit. Like, because if you get good wood on a two-strike pitch when you're well ahead in the count, that's bad. You're supposed to throw a slider in the dirt. You're supposed to throw a fastball up outside of the zone, inside the zone. I'm supposed to throw you something that you, if you've, even if you made contact, it wouldn't be the best. No, I'm going to throw you a fastball right down the very middle, and you're not going to hit it because I'm Luis Severino, and you're someone I don't give a fuck about. That's awesome. He's bully. And then 3-2 changeup, his third pitch that he rarely throws, on the black. Got yeah, fun changeup stuff. So they showed the stat tonight. He, his fastball is 50% of the time, slider 38%, changeup 12%. So 3-2 to J.D. Martinez. He goes back-to-back changeups. And here's a little something the fans might have missed, Jim. But not old, not old Jake. He started off the next inning with a changeup to Moreland, and he rolled over at ground out to first. You think that so was he, wait great, great changeups? Okay, so, so I, I think it was peacocking. What if it was Higsey and Higsey just didn't really know what Severino throws? <laughs> oh no, Higsey called fastball. <laughs> Higsey doesn't know the difference between his fastball and his changeup. Ninety miles per hour, dude. That's a lot like the fastballs down at Triple I. That's pretty good. <laughs> Easy with the easy with the ninety eight stuff. Don't know. 
catching that. <laughs> I don't really catch 98 that much, okay? Diggy's uh, third into the ump. <laughs> hey, man, some gets by. So, Sorry. So that's my pride of the Yankees, Luis Severino. Well-deserved, a little more deserved than CeCe Sabathia, so I did better than you once again. And now we go on to <laughs> That was mean. Now we go on the CC game was the biggest game of the series. So. I do agree with you there. CC was that CC game was the biggest game in the series. And another thing, Eddie Rodriguez has been on the Red Sox for a couple years now. Every time I see that that's who we're facing, I have to like look at picture. I'm like, I have no idea what Eddie Rodriguez looks like, what he throws, anything about him. Porcello, Pomerantz, Price, Sale. I know like those guys in my head, I can picture them. Eddie Rodriguez is like, he's like when they don't have the picture of the player yet, so it's just a silhouette. That's what Eddie Rodriguez is in my brain. No yeah, idea. Looking at, no I'm, idea I'm look, anything about him. Looking at his face right now. Yeah, not not familiar, really. Um, I, I remember liking his fastball. He had like a Ted Lilly sneaky lefty fastball. No, but don't, I don't remember any of his off-speed stuff. No one cares. All right, let's go on uh, Yankee, Yankee motherfucker, and you get to go first. And, and then once again, if you take my guy, I'm not switching. Yeah, I mean, it's probably uh, – you you have to give it to Sonny. Um, Sonny Gray, we, we, we said the stats a lot. At a certain point, it's not stats, man. It's This is your home stadium as of now. <laughs> if you want it to remain your home stadium, you have to pitch better. And Jimmy just mentioned it with the Severino fastball. Yeah, Sonny Gray, we know you're – you're probably 5'9". His fastball still touches 94. And I, again, I, I pretend to have almighty wisdom sometimes. No, I don't. I never pretend to have almighty wisdom. <laughs> I'm always making fun of myself. Because um, you're short I, and ugly. I felt, ooh. And dumb. And bad brain. So I thought in the J.D. Martinez at bat, the, in the first inning, he got the first two outs. Betts, Ben and TND. Am I saying that right? No, you always say it wrong. Okay. Um, ben and Tendi? Yep. Boom. Roasted. I like him a little more Italian. Um, so, J.D. Martinez went into foul the pitch off mode, and you you could see a look on Sonny Gray's face like, I can't throw this guy a fastball. He He's going to beat me if I throw him in a fastball. And it's like – and then he just broke down, and again, I – I believe in this a little too much. If he throws a fastball and get J.D. Martinez out there, I think Sonny goes on to have a good start. I think that's the confidence he needs in his fastball. I don't know if they need to tighten up. You know, when they talk about Sonny Gray, they brag that he's a pitching geek, that he loves all the different grips, and he likes throwing, like, different pitches, different ways. It gives him this big arsenal. I This is such basic bitch stuff, but maybe reel it into three pitches, Sonny. And let's start there, and let's get those right. And then when you want to start doing tricksy witch stuff with the ball, you can do that a couple times a game and earn it. But right now, dude, if if you don't believe in your fastball, I again, these are the troubles that I thought Tanaka had a little bit too. But you, you saw Sonny didn't believe he could get his fastball by anyone or at least even get an out out of it. And once that was eliminated, I mean, the Red Sox hitters were just – they were at the buffet. He, he he did scratch his changeup completely. He didn't throw one changeup that game. So. Okay. But batters are hitting 552 batting average off his changeup this season so far. So that's All right. Well, anyway, 
Severino is his fifth time getting Pride of the Yankees this week, and you've only give, given him Pride of the Yankees once. I've now given it to him four times. So why do you hate Luis Severino? I don't. I guess I just expect him to be good, and you just don't think he's an ace yet, so you're just surprised. No, I tweeted out my ace, which I which I thought was a very loserish tweet. But I as soon as I sent as soon as I sent it, I was like, that's a dumb tweet. All right, my Yankee motherfucker is Jason Shreve. No, just joking. It's Sonny Gray. It's Sonny Gray. But how much do you think Jason Shreve walked by Sonny and was like, "Hey, man." And how you feel. And that is the lowest point of Sonny yeah. right now. Like, you can't have Shreve commiserating with you? You can't. I think Sonny still gave a no, dude. No, no. <laughs> not the same level, man. Check, check my road stats, bro. <laughs> Get out of here. So Sonny Gray has gotten motherfucker one, two, three, four. This is his fifth time. He's gotten pride once from you. Nice job, idiot. All right. Let's go on to regular <laughs> I'm lashing out. Sorry. Wow. Let's go on to regular old awards. Regular old awards. Jake, you get to go first. We got a lot of guys. We got a lot of guys I want to talk about. So um I have one I want to give that you might steal right away. So let's get our This is tricky. I'm I'm just gonna bite the bullet. I'm I'm gonna give out this the spit in my mouth award. Yeah, goes to goes to Aaron Hicks, man. It's funny that you said you were just gonna bite the bullet because I was gonna give Hicks the "Hey Jake, how'd those bullets taste? You dumb bitch, eat some more." Award. Okay, not a not nice. Not nice, but that was the award I gave to you last time. So I was, but we'll never be confused with being nice. <laughs> is what I would say to that comment. You said you were going to bite the bullet, so it played. All right, I'll, you can steal Hicks from me, but I have some stats ready. Yeah, I mean, I right now I could give a shit about your stats um, after how mean you are. Here's here's a stat. He hit three home runs in tonight's game. That was the very stat I had. That was the only one I had. Nice. <laughs> Same brain. Man, hey, and this is, this is the thing that maybe gets misconstrued sometimes between you and me when we're tough on players. We still want to root for that guy. Like I don't see Aaron Hicks up up there, and I'm like, oh, I hope he gets out. I hate that bastard in his guess hitting style. Yeah, no. no, I want Aaron Hicks to do good. And man, it, from the right side of the plate, dude, that that power, that power, special man, center field, switch hitter, and he can hit lefty at Yankee Stadium. Did you see his? Um, did you see his leadoff stats? I did not. What do you got? 18 games, 349 on base percentage, 1.020 OPS, now nine home runs, three today. Okay. It's pretty good. Those are five of those home runs, the Detroit inside the park home run game, and tonight? Yes. Wow. Jakey Statruner, suck my dick, Hicks. <laughs> um, and cut. Um, yeah, again, there's there's a little fun with stats there. Uh, hey, he he looked incredible. The the defense is there when he's and hey, we talked about Guardy and how valuable his defense is. We almost have to put Aaron Hicks on a on a similar wavelength. They really love Hicks defense and center. Anything he gives us offensively is bonus, and he's giving us more than bonus right now. Right now, 
He's on pace for like a 350 on base percentage, 30 home run season, which is kind of nutty. We can bat him anywhere in the lineup, and he's somewhat comfortable. Um, turns out I just found out he's nine days older than me, so maybe I've secretly hated Aaron Hicks because he's living my dream life of being the Yankees center fielder. D.D. Gregorius shares my birthday, but is one year younger than me. So, kind of tough. Know what I've been doing whenever I have, like, my Hicks doubting moments anymore? Is that the guys on the team really respect him. The fact that he bats leadoff, he can bat cleanup, he can bat three-hole, he five, seven, and he switch hits, he plays good defense. He's, like I said, my favorite bad five to player. Um... And yeah, hey, keep putting egg on my face, dude, because he he looks like a special talent tonight. <laughs> yeah, both sides of the plate, center fielder. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. Good. Hicks got your award. What did you call it? Spit in my mouth. Spit in my mouth award. Okay. I'm going. Like my new tagline for me. So I'm really doing good things. Yeah. Nice. Everyone's proud of you. I'm gonna give the award to son of a bitch. You did it again. I'm a bitch. Pour me a drink. Uh, Aaron Judge. Ah. What did he do again, Jake? This series or today? Just what Aaron Judge did again was I was entering in the stats into our stat sheet. My dad was sitting down here with me, and I just entered in Judge's stats for the series, and I was like, holy shit. Motherfucker did again. Just had a really good series, and I was thinking Glaber. Anduhar, Bird, two home runs, Hicks, three home runs. Those are all the studs. And then Aaron Judge, two home runs, three RBIs, four runs scored, 333 average, 385 OPS in the series versus the Red Sox. And it's just this guy is having the most casual, very good season. 272 batting average on the year. That probably went up because this doesn't include Sunday's game. 390 on base percentage. 942 OPS. Again, those are all higher because they don't include Sunday's game. Judge is having a really good year. 279, 396 OBP, 22 homers. Um, What was the other OPS you wanted? Yeah. He's 961 right now. Yes. So, very good. Judge is consistent. And it feels like he hasn't been good because he hasn't gone on a tear yet. Also, good D, good leadership in the clubhouse. Can't give Judge more props. Like, I feel like we've said it on the podcast. We feel like we don't talk about him enough. So I'm just going to give him that award because I just looked up and I was like, holy shit. Dude's really right good. Now, right now, ESPN has his projected stats at um, 44 homers, 110 RBIs, 114 walks. And then, yeah, it has the same averages and OPS type stuff because so, that's how that works. But So that sounds, yeah. that sounds good, right? That sounds very good. All right. So, Judge, award very quick. Who's your next award? Hmm. This is interesting because there's a guy I want you to give an award to. But I think you want to give the more silly award. No, hmm. no idea where your head's at. Really? Really got my arms tied behind my back here. Remember when um, Remember when you got in that fight in college and they tied your arms behind your head and pinned you down and then punched you in the face defensively? Yeah, it was. I was dodging. <laughs> yeah, you were dodging. I've heard. I was dodging. For that situation, I got out pretty good. You know what? I decided I'm going to flip the switch so I can talk about this guy. I'm going to give the You've Got to Be Fucking Kidding Me award. Hey, hey, hey. 
You know who that goes to? I think it's going to Higgsy. No. Oh. Who's it going to? The guy who the silly award that I thought you were going to go with. It goes to Brandon Drury, dude. He doesn't deserve an award. What's the award? What's your What's your award? So you're telling me I came over to the Yankees. I was planning on being an all-star AL third baseman. I come out of my blindness migraine closet for six years, tell the team they're okay with it. They're happy about it. We're both happy about it. I'm going to get better. Oh, they called up the kid Anduhar. He's absolutely raking. That's okay. I'm still going to find my way on this team. I'm going to be good. Second base, I don't know. Oh, Glaber Torres. Okay, done. All right, I'm just going to keep working through the minors, keep working on my stuff. They're going to bring me back. I'm a major league player. About a month later, <laughs> he's setting minor league records. He sets the Scranton Wilkes-Barre record for consecutive games reached. He makes the AAA All-Star team the most ruthless thing that could happen. He finally gets the call, the Red Sox series. Three lefties. The first baseman is struggling. I've been playing some first just to get a chance. Okay, I'm getting my first start against Chris Sale. Kind of sucks. Don't care. I'm on the Yankees. I'm starting. I'm excited. I'm going to do so good today. (laughs) Watch how good I do today. Sonny Gray comes out and goes full dud. Full dud. The game's over after the second inning. Brandry hasn't gotten his at-bat yet, and the game is over. You've got to be fucking kidding me. Greg Bird hits two home runs the night before, which he's the one that I wanted you to give award to. I don't know if you're – doesn't seem like you were planning on it. Okay, so that that's why I wanted to give Greg Bird the award, but the Drury – we'll give it to Drury. That's more fun. Hey, and I, I said Greg Bird could silence a lot of people. Uh, the first base thing is going to be interesting to watch. The Red Sox brought three lefties this series. I think Drury was going to get back-to-back starts, but Greg Bird hit two home runs the first game. So, yeah, I I don't know. It sucks to be Drury. Keep plugging away. I, I still think he's going to get sent down at some point for that service time. He'd have, to, he'd have to do poorly. Otherwise, they can really be like, yo, you manipulated this just to get, you know. Yeah, I don't know. I, I wonder how the All-Star break plays into that. I was thinking about that this weekend. If, if those days count as regular days, say you need a pitcher – for the series before the all-star break, and then you're pretty much done. I don't know, kind of fucked up again. Yeah. But um, we'll see. I'm, I'm going to be interested to see in the next couple games if he gets a start at second or third um, to see if they start giving him kind of regular bats, give Andujar a day off, maybe you shift Glaber to short, give Didi a day off, maybe you bench Glaber for a day, start Drury. If there's a lefty on the on the mound are you gonna bench bird um so again it's a what to watch i'm I'm glad he got a hit tonight and kind of the useless game but uh dude that that was tough tough um all right so yeah i'm not gonna give bird my award i'm going to give my award uh, this is the welcome to the rivalry oh award higgy no i'd love to we I'll talk about Higgy right now. We called it. Knew it was going to be a home run. Thank God. He's not a sad sack anymore. Almost popped another one, another two. He got a hold of two more after that. But he's not getting the welcome to the rivalry award. But congrats, Higgy. That's an awesome moment for you, for real. Uh, that's an awesome moment for you. Yeah. Tandem. 
The boys, Andujar and Glaber. Bubbling down, nice. Red Sox fans, I know they don't want to admit it, but okay. Two years ago, Gary, they got him in August, and he just went on an absolute tear. And I know we have some fans that are like, shit, dude, Gary still kind of scares me. Then Judge comes next year and is a stud. Now, two more guys come. They went combined nine for 23 in this series, which is, I don't know, like 390 or something like that. Anduar had five hits. Glaber had four hits. Anduar had three RBIs. Glaber had four RBIs. 417 on base percentage for Anduar. 462 on base percentage for Glaber. Just more guys. Just more prospects coming up doing well. It's silly, man. I, I mentioned the Glaber stat before. 15 home runs in 60 games. A guy that didn't have power in the minor leagues. I, I did my Glaber thing before. He's he's untouchable in my head. He's, un- he's I, untouchable, Jake. I, pe- people around the league would like laugh. If they saw me right now, top button, unbuttoned, Yankee jersey, Yankees podcast, Glaber Torres is untouchable. If you watch this guy every day, you you know that. Like it's not a question. It's not a discussion. The Anduhar thing is is going to be interesting to watch until July thirty first. If nothing happens or if something happens, I don't know, man. That power with the bat is special. Yeah, special. Yeah, it's violent. You you rarely see that in baseball. So final slap on the ass for Anduhar. When have we mentioned his defense? I don't know if you're saying that is a good thing or a bad thing. I'm saying it is a good thing. I mean, yes, I know there's some of the advanced stats out there that his UDZR, whatever it is. Do you is think great. his defense passes the eye test? Yes. Uh, I don't think it's terrible, but I don't think it's above average from the eye test at all. I, from, from what we were hearing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's serviceable. It's it's MLB defense. Like it's not killing us. But I would not. Someone asked me, "Hey, hey, from the eye test, is he a plus defender?" No, don't think so. I don't see a grounder to third and get worried at all. He's never made a play in the style Glaber makes plays where you're like, "Oh shit, that guy is right smooth and good." And I think that's where some of those advanced defensive stats can get skewed a lot because it's. It's a little bit of what you do out of the ordinary. But what he's doing at the plate is the extra base stuff itself is out of the ordinary enough that for the defense being average, even if you want to say it's slightly below average, which I don't believe, I, he's, he's they're both really good, man. Yeah, It's crazy. All right, next series we have the Braves coming into New York. Annabelle Sanchez versus Johnny Lasagna, Sean Newcomb versus Domingo Herman, and Julio Teheran. Yeah. Versus CC Sabathia. I'm going to be at the second game, Sean Newcomb versus Domingo Herman. Shout out to a listener who offered um, extra tickets to in his suite. So I'll be at the game. That's uh, really, really nice. nice yeah, really, really nice. I didn't even tell you that. So I'll be at that game, Domingo Herman. I wanted to. I want. I thought Johnny Lasagna was pitching Tuesday. I wanted to wear my Johnny Lasagna shirt to the stadium. Uh, maybe I'll just make a Domingo Harmon shirt that says, I don't know what to think about you yet. Hey, this is probably an off-air conversation, but our next podcast is scheduled for July 4th. Can we not do that? Uh, yeah, you got July 4th plans? 
I, I mean, yeah, man. America. You like America? Love America. I guess Thursday's an off day. We could do a Thursday morning and release it, something like that. Sure. Let the people know Jake's skipping out on July 4th. I mean, yeah, I probably have plans, too. We got the Irish yeah, in town. Don't, 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 be, don't be an ass. Well, okay. Maybe I'll do my own podcast. I'll just go on Periscope. Okay. All right. All those, those people watching Periscope, 4th of July night. I bet I bet I could pull a hundred people on Periscope. I bet you could. What um? Two thousand people watched me pick a random card for to see who won the jersey. Kind of cool. What um? Any last thoughts on the Boston th- series, James? Yeah, we're better than Boston, and it's fun. But they're scary, and it's gonna go down. Wow. It's gonna go down to the end of the season. Yeah, it really is. And this was the this was the first time someone. Someone was talking about the schedule, and they were like, yeah, these teams play a lot down the stretch, and it's just like, it's really exciting, but it also <laughs> it also hurts a little bit because you're like, you know it's going to come down to that. Yeah. Like, no, te- no team is going to be ahead by six games in mid-October. No, every series is going to have a chance to flip the standings. Okay, so, and this is just a little fast-forward, three-game set at home. September 18th through 20th, the final series of the year, 28th, 29th, 30th at Boston. So, gonna want <laughs> a division lead going into that. But yeah, it's um, like you said. I think we're confident. We we like we like our poker hand. They like their poker hand too. So it's it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun and close and scary. One last question, Jake. When are you coming to New Jersey? The last weekend of July? So I think I'm going to be in Jersey. What series like, What series is it? Do you know? I think it's the Orioles, the 31st and 1st, I think, is what I was aiming for. Yeah. Okay. We should let everyone know what game we're going to together so we can maybe do a meetup or sit with people or whatever. Come say hi. Uh, so I was thinking – I was thinking definitely the Tuesday game. I was thinking just red eye, meet up with you, crush it, head back, something like that. But oh, could also not. Be. No, no. The first is a day game. I don't want to. I don't want to do that. So yeah. Okay. No, that's that's exactly what I just said to you. But you were already ignoring me because of how much you didn't want to go to that day game. Yeah, I was agreeing with you and adding more to your situation. Like you said, you said no to start. You opened with no. Well, you should open. Yes. Well, yeah, I was talking like, oh, no, it's a day game. Right, but that came off as, oh, no to me. No, yes to you, no to the day game. I'm not trying to go sit in the fucking sun. I hate oh, yeah. I hate the sun. So we're going to go Tuesday, July 31st, Yankees-Orioles. And if you're a East uh, West Coast Bay Area listener, we are going to the. We will have a suite and a contest to try to be in the suite with us for free, free food, free drink, suite at Oakland. Be on the lookout for that. I'm actually gonna have to figure that out soon to figure out how you guys can uh, try to like. I don't know. We'll see how many people we get. If it's more than can fit, we'll have a raffle. If it's exactly who can fit, I think we can fit ten people with plus ones. So ten groups of two can come to the suite in Oakland, uh, September whatever that is first or whatever that is. But July 31st, we will be, and I'll say it again on the podcast over and over again. Thank you very much for listening. Final words, Jake? We got to do a, uh, a rate subscribe thing again. The, the numbers the numbers got in my head yesterday. Why, so, what are they at? I, don't, I would ask the people. I don't know. We just, 
don't know if it's a shirt giveaway or a challenge or something, but let, let's let's get the let's get the reviews coming in again. We have pushed off the brakes because we've been so excited. All right, we'll think of a competition next podcast. Tell me what you want the competition to be. Um, have him pluck out the gray hairs from his beard or something like that, and we'll count them or something. I don't understand how that gets us reviews. Yeah, they guess, and the closest the closest guess on the review gets a shirt. We will have a contest where you leave a five star review, and we give you a prize. We give a couple people prizes. I think we should think of it right now. Maybe like a trade thing. Like what's going to be the Yankees' first trade? No, that's too hard. Oh, there's different ways to do it. You can do the player, the team, the date. What will the date be of the Yankees' first trade? None could be an answer. Leave your guess for the Yankees' record at the end. No, not doing that. We'll figure it out. Sorry about this. I don't know why we're doing it. We'll figure it out off air and not try to workshop something. If you have an idea, maybe you can send that over to us. Uh, But we want to... We want to give back to the, to you guys for helping us, um, and reviews really help us, and ratings really help us. So we'll think of something to do. Uh, and we both are really bad at like, hey, review, review. So whatever. Yeah. All right. Thanks, guys. Uh, thank you for listening. Yankees took two games from the Red Sox. They hit ten home runs. Seven different players homered. They in two games did really well. Sonny Gray did really bad because he's really bad. And David Price is the same for the Red Sox. We crush him. Good shit. Everyone enjoy the 4th of July. We will get to you back on July 5th, it looks like. So um, July 4th is probably my second favorite holiday ever. Everyone, go enjoy it. Go Yankees.